Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. All right, at this time of the day, normally we'd be having a chat to Zach Butters, all thanks to our good friends at McGain Real Estate, sold by McGain again. Zach will now move to five o'clock. We'll chat to him. And Rory Laird, we will talk to him tomorrow in his regular that segment. That means we must have someone very special bumping well, we have, them out. We've got the coach of the Adelaide Football Club, Matthew Nix. Nixie, thanks for joining us. Someone special or Nixie? Yeah, good to be on the line. Someone very special then. All right. We've been letting everyone know that you've been good enough to come on, so there's a lot of questions that your supporter base have for you. But firstly, um, you're you're a little tad disappointed and grumpy yesterday after the loss. 13 points down at about halfway through the last quarter and lost by 43. Yeah, I wouldn't have been the only one grumpy and disappointed. Um, I think we all were, to be honest, and when I say we, I probably talk about every, every person who has some sort of connection with the footy club. It was uh, it was a disappointing day for us. It was, um, uh, well, probably the fact that we were in it shows that, you know, we are, we're not far off, but it didn't look like that on the weekend. We, we got a lot of areas of our game wrong and probably the worst being our execution. Mm. So, so what, I, what I mean by that is that, you know, Kicking and hitting targets, missing handballs, um, not converting in front of goal when we had our chances, and, and probably worse than that again was where we made the mistakes with the ball. We we handed them, you know, seven goals from front of centres. Mm. We handed them thirteen goals from turnovers. So, yeah, a, a really hard day to watch. I, I think I mentioned that in the press conference post game, um, and a disappointing one for us. You know. A young group are struggling for confidence at the moment. We're in a, we're in a little bit of a rut and we, we've got to find our way out of it. For what it's worth, to me, I've seen great improvement in the game style, but as you said, it's the execution and the decision-making at times. But yesterday, was that just an anomaly, like 195 handballs opposed to 108? 81 more possessions, yet inside 50s were 62 to 44. So, so much of the football quite ineffective at times. Yeah, and at times, unfortunately, I thought we'd I I'd probably give a better picture of the game. I thought first quarter we, we came out, and it was a bit of a grind. I think both teams mm. were feeling each other out. and We came in at quarter time reasonably pleased with that, considering how well the Gold Coast have been going in, in certain areas. Um, we got a couple kicked on us early in that mm. second quarter, but a couple of free kicks at centre bounce. Um, and, and then, yeah, for whatever reason, these are things that we'll... We'll look at even more closely as we do every week and we'll continue to ask ourselves questions about how to get better. But we went away from what it is we, we were doing well. We, we, we started trying to, to invent things that weren't there and we gave them... We, we basically ignited our opposition and it turned into four goals before you knew it. Um, it's amazing what that scoreboard can do too, uh, to individuals as well as the collective. And yeah, from that point, we struggled. I mean... We managed to turn the game in the end. We changed momentum. We got it back. We made a few few structural changes as a group, and our guys did that really well. But um, yeah, you can't give you can't give sides that opportunity. You, you can't chase from behind and expect to win games of footy regularly. And we we weren't able to do that, unfortunately, yesterday. Matthew, we threw out earlier to our listeners to have some questions that they wish to ask of you. The general theme, and this one's followed you for some time, is about the rebuild, and I. 
I went to have a look at what you told the members at the start of the year where you talked about how this rebuild is carefully planned and you do say that in that members message, it turns so fast, stick with us. But has it stagnated? Has it stalled? Has it, like you said then, are you in a rut? Well, we're in a rut, Roach. Um, and when by that I mean we, our confidence is down as a group. You know, we've, we've lost a little bit of trust in ourselves just to play and, and, and play the game as it shows mm. itself. Um, when you talk about re- rebuild, they're tough. <laughs> and we're in one. We're, you know, we're right in it at the moment. You have your ups and downs in a rebuild. We're in, we're in a little down period at the moment. Mm. Um, now, in saying that, just prior to the bye, we come off a win against West Coast. And, you know, winning any game at AFL level nowadays, the competition is even right across the board. So we're really pleased with that. We come off a break. Um, it was a big backward step on the weekend, and hopefully that's all it was, just a, a step back that we can then continue now to improve again, um, and we'll learn a lot from that. But we're in, we are in the, one of those downs at the moment, which is making it tough for people. You know, we've um, a lot, well, I've made statements around our DNA and, and the way we want to play. Well, yep. We're getting to a point as a group where we, you know, that's the baseline, that's the expectation of any mm. AFL side that wants to compete. Yeah. Um, we know that as a, as a group. Um, we're trying to round that game out now and we're working on areas that we need to be better in. And there's a glaring one at the moment that you know, I'm talking on radio. Our, our players would, would uh, they won't be disappointed with me talking about it because we talk about it internally. Uh, we, we are not executing. We've, yeah. The fundamentals of football, it's a kicking, marking, handball game. Unfortunately, we've got you know, two of those at the moment that aren't up to standard. So is the rebuild where it should be and what's the next step with it? Look, if you talk bigger picture, Roach, the, the rebuild is on track. Um, you know, we've, if you talk about some of the players we've brought in, I've, you know, it's, it's quite pleasing to see how some of our group are developing. Um, and the way we've, we've added to that group over the last couple of years, uh, you know, to bring in a Jordan Dawson to acquisition... Um, you know, has been a, a, a really positive thing for the footy club to, to get the guys we have through the draft, you know, Josh Rochelle, um as early picks, Riley Philthorpe is, you know, is a really positive thing for the club and they're going to be, um, I think we can all see, um, you know, and we're optimistic about where they'll get their, their footy game to. Um, then you talk about some of the other guys around the edge of that, like Jake Saliga at the moment, I, I hope, you know, people are happy with what they're seeing from Jake and, and maybe the possibilities of where his game goes to. And we'll, we'll continue to experiment a little with him and maybe give him some more time in around the footy because we, we really love what he's bringing. You know, he, he's a pick 36, I think, in the draft. So, I, I, you know, I could go through a lot more of the detail in that, but when you start to talk about how some of these guys, their games are developing, how our group's connecting, um, we've got complete clarity around how we play... Our issue at the moment is actually performing that consistently in games. As I mentioned before, we did we got a quarter of footy where we, we came off and were pleased. And for whatever reason, uh, under some pressure maybe with the scoreboard, we go away from that. Well, that's a massive work on for us because it costs us game, games of footy. And, yeah. and even with that, those lapses at the moment, we, we're still in games, 13 points with, with half a quarter remaining and momentum on our side. But, and look, there are positives there. And uh, Sam Berry, we know he puts his... 
body on the line. He's a tackling machine, but he's getting it and using it a little bit better. You mentioned Saligo. He's got a touch of class. He's got some real X factor. You know, all the signs are good there. Hately, after being under a bit of scrutiny, and we know he had groin problems last year, but he's shown that he can play at this level. Have you thought about moving into the midfield as a big body mid instead of the more on the wing? Yeah, it's an interesting one with that, guys, because uh, without giving too much game plan around, away, um, Haley plays, starts on a wing for centre bounce. Often that's where you'll see him. We, we do a fair mm. bit of stuff in transition that Jacko does get himself around the ball. Uh, Jackson Haley gets himself around the ball a hell of a lot. So, yeah, there's probably getting him into centre bounce maybe a little more is something that we will look at. Um, and as, as I mentioned before, Saliga at the same time. Um, you know, we feel like as he develops and his body gets stronger, depending on the mix of midfielders we've got in there, that he's one that in time, he, he's come through as a mid, as a junior, that he, he needs to get his opportunity. Rochelle is the other one that, you know, we Josh has played midfield as well as forward of the ball. Um, and a lot of this guys comes down to just the balance of, you know, what we don't want to do is put three first, second year players in there and you're going up against a pick one, pick two, you know, in the draft from the Gold Coast and, and really you know, throwing them in the deep end and watching them drown. So, But but in saying that, I I completely understand where a lot of the, the, our supporters and members are talking and they'd love to see these guys. Well, so would we, and, and we will in time. We'll definitely get those guys in there. We have so many texts coming through, Nixie. I'm going to try and paraphrase a few of them because some are very similar. Yep. Some are a little bit uh, harsh. Uh, we'll get to some of those shortly. But there's one, and we love him dearly. He's a regular on our, our show, and that's Rory Laird. And uh, we read out a text a couple of weeks ago about the possibility of him going into defence. Now, I think he's a far more effective player as a defender. Would that be something that you would look at? Or with Parnell and Hamill, is that something that's unlikely to happen? People are saying you've got too much same-same in the midfield. Mm. Crouch. Yeah. I, yeah, and, and that's fair. I, I think it's fair. Obviously, that, you know, there's a lot of conversations around what what we could be doing and um, you know, what we're not getting right. Um, I, look, I've, I think sorry, Rory's... Rory, over the last couple of years, you know, since I was at, I've come to the club, has been outstanding on on ball, you know, pushing for all Australia. And if if we were able to get a winning record, I think his name's right up there, you know, in some of the conversations around some of the best midfielders in the competition. But but the point you bring up is is a is, is a very good one around what what sort of balance is in that midfield. Have we got the same player in there with Keys, Crouch, Laird, you know, Hately, um, and Berry? Well, we're constantly looking at that, guys. It's something that. You know, the questions are asked week by week. You know, what is it we can add in there just to get a slightly different dynamic? You look at the weekend's game, we, you know, we were beaten in the midfield, even though we, we probably had more possessions than our opposition. Mm. We had nowhere near the impact on the game as what Anderson and, and Rao did and Miller. Um, now, they're, they're, they're a, a very, very good midfield group, um, but we need to be better. Um, so we will look at that. Lady to half-back, I... Yep, I, I understand it, and he's an, he is a very good, very good halfback footballer. Has shown in the past. I, I feel like he's gone past it. I think he's probably one we'd like to keep in the midfield. But I very much hear the, the balance. Understanding, now maybe get a Saligo in there at some stage. Schoenberg in the SNFL has, has been working on a couple of areas of his game, which we've been really pleased with the last few weeks, and has shown us what we're after. And you know, his opportunity will come. Um, I think that gives you a different dynamic in there. He's got a lot more run, a little bit more explosiveness in him as well. So, 
we'll, we'll keep having a look at that, that on, uh, part of the game. On Friday, we heard your press conference. You were asked about why Lukey Brown is out of the side. You preferred to say, Nixie, I'd rather talk about who's in the side. But that didn't answer the question. So why is Luke Brown out? Is it because of the COVID protocols, because of his injury? Or have you chosen for more leg speed in the back half? Well, I sort of felt like I did answer the question, um, Kim, to be honest, because the, the answer was we, we actually uh, preferenced Parnell for this week you know, with the balance of what we had behind the ball. We, we were really pleased with... Uh, what Parnell had put out there in his first game. Um, he took quite a hit and was subbed out. But prior mm. to that, you know, some of the composure he showed with the ball, um, you know, his agility and sideways movement, but ball use when he was under pressure was, was quite impressive. And so what what comes with that is, you know, unfortunately we can't play eight backs. Yep. Back there. Mm. You know, we, we put the six back there and we've got to get that balance right of, of matchups. Um, this week we went a little taller behind the ball, Um yeah, in the end, we you know, Chol ended up beating us in that space, and um, we didn't quite get the job done. But we we're constantly looking at that balance. So the answer was that we we preference Parnell to be in the side. We've we've also got Will Hamill back there as a, as a young up and coming player who you know adds speed to our group. So when we're starting to look at our group, this is an area that I might I might have heard it wrong. That, I might have heard it wrong then. I, I thought you sort of move the conversation elsewhere. But no, that, that answers the question and, and it makes sense. Rich. Matthew, a, to paraphrase a few more of these questions, there's a fair bit of heat here on the list management team. And when you say you've mm. got a same-same and you need a new dynamic, do you have the right recruiters, the right list management team to take you to the next step? Yeah, look, I believe we do. We, I mean, we, and when we talk about list management, that, this management is, is all of us. We're all part of that. We, you know, we look to, we don't work in silos. You know, we're constantly in conversation about what it is we feel our group needs. Um, and I spoke about it before. Look, we're all under pressure. Um, mm. I spoke about what, what I feel we've done really well over the last few years and some of the you know, guys we've added to the group. I mean, to, to pick up a Jordan Butts in the rookie draft and have him now you know, being spoken about um, you know, as a really important key back in the competition... Um, you know, to pick up guys like, um, you know, Rochelle and these guys in early draft. And, you know, there's no questions asked. We don't talk often about the, the hits. I think we talk about the misses a lot. Yeah. I think every club, if you go back, you know, over the history, every club has hits and misses. Our job is to have a lot less of those misses um, mm. and, and do the work we need to do in the development space to make sure we're giving them the best opportunity. And, and again, if, we, if I'm able to go there, I don't want to go away from the question, but I, I feel like we've also got a fantastic group of people working in development. Um, you know, when you bring Marco Bello in from Hawthorne, um, your Scott Burns from the same, who spent time at West Coast, um, James Raleigh from Geelong, who has worked right throughout Geelong's you know, last 20 years of their development and how they work with players. We've got the right people on board. So... Um, yeah, I'm probably a little bit more glass half full with what the guys that we've brought in and the squad we have. I love our group. Um, I'm pleading for patience in it, though, because it does take time. Rebuilds, as I mentioned before, they're tough. There are ups and downs that you have. And I understand um, the frustration at the moment, but we're in one of those downs. We're going to fight our way out. And um, you know, if you give these, these young kids time, you're going to be really pleased with what you see comes out the other end.
You're probably aware of what uh, people are feeling. The natives are getting restless. I could just read out stacks of them, but it's fairly repetitive. It says, uh, one, like Ruth said, about the recruitment, how it's been in recent years. Number two, it says here, same, this is from Tim Tam Pauly, he's a Crow supporter. Same excuses, uh, turnovers and our kicking down back and up forward is shocking. Uh, our mids are not elite. Uh, and our mids don't have the capacity to kick goals. Um, can you explain that? And Laity was running into a... Open goal, his little legs were pumping and he missed that one in the second term. Um, you don't have mids that hit the scoreboard and that's Laird and that's Crouch. And Crouch has become the whipping boy of the club at the moment, rightly or wrongly. Yeah, and as I mentioned to you guys, it's, you know, it's hard to comment because mm. you know, we know we're not performing the way we need to at the moment. Um, so all of those comments are justified um, and I and the, the disappointment is justified because we're, we're as disappointed as our members and supporters are at the moment um, what I can say is, is stick with us you know, stick the journey We've, we will have our ups and downs we will have some times where we're challenged and we're in one of those at the moment Nixie, I've um, been so- the boys are I've been saying for two months that the club should be into Josh Dunkley now we've got mm. text coming Kimbo I'll ask you a question now would you like Josh yeah. Dunkley well, the danger with talking about players from other clubs is then we'll keep going yeah. through the list. And look, there are, there are some amazing players out there, um, and and what happens is we start to discuss the ones that become you know restricted free agents or free agents. Um, we we don't talk about players from other clubs. It's are you confident you can get someone this year, Matthew? Are you confident that you can draw someone to Adelaide who's going to make a difference? Like Jordan Dawson clearly has. Can you get someone else this year? What I am confident in is, Rooch, is that we've built the culture that will attract people, will attract players, will attract good players to come and join us. And that's why we, we got Jordan Dawson. Mm. Um, you know, we, we, we threw it out there, we opened our doors up to him and we said, we'd love you to come and join us because we, you know, we rated him as a person, as a footballer. He was a perfect fit. We'll, we'll do that again. We'll continue to look at how can we improve, what can we add to our group, We'll, we'll go after the right people. So, yeah, yeah, I am confident that we have the right culture to do it. It's then finding the right person. Mm, Nixie, okay. there's a, we've got to go to a break or we'll get sacked, um, which wouldn't bother Roach because he owns mountains in Italy. But um, a couple of quick ones for you. You're getting a lot of positive texts coming through as well. Boys, personally, I'd rather Parnell back than Brown anyway. Uh, and then the Gold Coast Crow, who's a fellow that grew up on the York Peninsula, lives up the Gold Coast. He was at the game. He said, can you ask Nixie what the Rochelle 50-metre penalty was for in the last quarter? Um... I can't talk about the umpires. No. Um, I'll get fined. And well, you can tell us why the 50 was Do you remember given? what it was for? Because I... Just what the 50 was for. I think the, no, I think the, the actual 50 might have been on Taylor Walker. Okay. Okay. Um, in the protected zone. Right, yeah. And then, then the, I, I guess the, the question that everyone's asking on that is, well, how, how was he possibly supposed to get out of it because the yeah. mark yep. was taken? Yeah, we've but, been there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the rule's the rule. It's, yep. It's a really tough one. Yeah, gotcha. Um, probably one that Tex couldn't get out of. Uh, sh- short answer, how are you holding up? Mm. Well, I mean, it's amazing. There's obviously a lot of noise that comes. Um, that's what I love about the job I've got, that people are actually passionate about what we're doing. You, you wouldn't be in this industry if you didn't. Um, within the four walls, what I can say is that the clarity's there. We, we know where we're at and where we need to be better. So from a coach point of view... Um, I've got 44 players. Uh, we, we've got a staff, incredible staff that are all on the same page. Mm. 
that, yep, we've, we've, I mentioned it before, we're asking ourselves questions, and that's constant. How do we get better? How do we continue to improve? Um, at the moment, it is, there's a lot of questions we're asking about. How do we get the confidence back in our group? Because we're, we we're a good side. We're not showing that at the moment. So, you know, we deserve whatever noise is out there, to be well, honest. And hopefully, you, the questions on it. Yeah, and hopefully you get the four points against yeah. uh, North Melbourne on the weekend. Uh, just a couple of quickies to finish on. This is from Brett, who's a mad Port supporter. Nixie, run out of the door and come back to Port Adelaide, mate. We'd have you with open arms. And then to finish on a good note, uh, Matthew Nix is doing a great job. The coach walked into a train wreck of a club yep. whilst trying to rebuild the list. So there you go. Um, everyone needs a little bit of patience. We've all seen it happen to clubs before. Uh, hopefully, though, things will turn around this weekend, Nixie, and for the rest of the year. We appreciate your time. Yep. I appreciate that finish. Thank you. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.